Hello, everybody. It's Victoria here with my sister Emma. And hello. Hello, hello sister. How are you? I'm well. That's good. How are you? Yeah, good. That's yeah, good. having a nice day working with you. Uh, we're here in our office, and as promised, we said we would come back on and do a part two of our mothers in business. And this could be really for any human raising children, male or female, mum mm-hmm. or dad, raising the kids and yep. working in the biz. So we get asked, that's our number one question. Number and we, one. Sh- we shared this in the last podcast, the part one, that number one question we get asked is how do you do both? How do you and do it? <laughs> it's a juggle and the answer is you don't. <laughs> you just do your best. But in the last episode, we covered our families and what they look like. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you had dialed into this episode, maybe go back and listen to part one and then come back to this one. But in this episode today, we're going to answer a bunch of questions that came in that people have asked us about motherhood and business. So that's what we're going to do today. So I hope you're all well and sit back, relax, and here we go. I've got a funny question for you. Uh-oh. You, you didn't plan this. <laughs> I didn't plan it. I'm really springing it on What her. do you got? Um, so on our very first podcast, we just said that we would do surprise no, questions we're... on each other. And yeah, we just talked about what we were going to say on today's podcast. Um, so Vic does not know I'm going to do this. But if you got cancelled, Victoria... If you got cancelled, what would you want to get cancelled for? <laughs> this is terrible because it, I could get cancelled. Yeah, um, cancelled. I don't know. Putting pineapple and pizza in Italy. <gasps> yes. They hated that. They hated that. I love pineapple and we pizza. We just got back from a month in Italy and... But you wouldn't get cancelled for that. This is a weird topic. Why did you? I where did you get this weird. from? <laughs> I'm politically correct at all times. I would never get cancelled, but maybe I'd get cancelled for that. She's an upstanding citizen. (laughs) I'm the wokest of the woke. No, I um, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to say it. (laughs) No, that is a good one. Pineapple on pizza. Yeah. Got in trouble. Yeah. That's a controversial. Do you have a legitimate question for me? No, that was it. Okay. Uh, What about who's the worst celebrity (laughs) couple? I don't know. Um, the worst. Oh, I'm worst. so romantic that I just think they're all lovely. I'm like, congrats on getting together, guys. Like, whenever I see, I don't know. Yeah. JLo and Ben? Into it. Into it. Love it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Bring okay. back the old school crushes. Yeah. All right. Rain um, it in. Rain okay. Rain it, it in. in. Let's go back. Back to what we we're going to talk about. So, Vic, I'm actually asking you the first yes, you are. question <laughs> about women in, mothers in business. Yeah. And um, I wanted, we had a question from one of our beautiful community members and they said partner chores. Ooh. So, look, this, it, honestly, um, this is like a hot topic in my household. It's the who does the most game. Oh, keep tabs. <laughs> because we are, at, like Josh and I, my husband and I, we are both um, running our own businesses and where we've got kids and then there's household chores and everything like that. Um, but I'm asking, and look, to tell you the truth, I actually don't think that Josh and I have nailed this department, but we get, we get there and we're happy, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> but I do feel like Victoria and Jessie are very good at this. That's why I'm asking Victoria today, um, the mental load, because mothers typically mothers do carry more of a mental load um, with children and the household activities 
Um, and then on top of that, we've got businesses and we're working and all of that. So Victoria, just tell us how I really love how you and Jesse do it. Can you give us how you do your partner chores? Um, I don't. I don't know if we've got like a procedure, but I guess in terms of like what our home looks like. So when I fell pregnant with my first, I remember saying to Jesse, "Do you think you would have the baby?" some days so I could go to work Mm. and he genuinely like he's the most beautiful person but he laughed and said no (laughs) and I was like oh he's serious and then anyway so from that moment on we had a little giggle and I was like I don't blame like you know because I was planning on breastfeeding so he's like what am I gonna do like follow you around like a nanny and hand the baby to you to feed it like he wasn't sure what it looked like and I think for us we actually in every season, even multiple times a year, we just sit down and review the coming season and we kind of split it down the middle, not to the point where we keep tabs because, to be honest, I am probably home more and I probably like the domestic stuff maybe more than Jess. So I do all the cooking. We do have a cleaner that does a good deep clean once a fortnight, but I tend to keep the house tidy in between. Um, and Jesse tends to do the deep cleaning stuff, like the weird things. He's like he'll, so domestic. he's very domestic. So he will empty an entire room and like clean the fans and the skirting yeah. boards and the tracks and the weird stuff. So I he does that, that kind you. of thing. Thank you. I've, I've hit jackpot, guys. I didn't realize it was important when we were dating. Married him for his long blonde hair, and then yep, mm-hmm. happened to score some deep cleaning vibes. But yeah. um, so we don't necessarily split it, but we do review. And I think that's the biggest thing is mm. that if you are planning on going back to work, increasing your workload, or you've got two people in the house working, I think it's just sitting down and communicating. Okay, who's going to do what? And then making sure that when you're doing the chores, you're not feeling like it's a favour for the other. I think that's a big thing. Like Mm. when Jesse has the kids, he's not doing me a favour. They're his children. Mm. Or if I go and take the car to get serviced, I had in my head that I was doing him a favour because we both Mm. had these kind of gender roles in our head that this is what each person does. Mm. But um, I think it was really important early on to try our best to put all that aside and Mm. just go, these are our clothes to be washed this is our food to cook and it's yeah. everyone's job. So, yeah, in our house, he it's pretty much split down the middle. Mm. Um, but we also, um, like he wouldn't know his way around the kitchen like I wouldn't know my way around the lawnmower. But yeah. um, we also have one uh, child who's able to start helping around the house. So he's mm. seven. And so Theodore does the dishwasher and the, he feeds the dog and takes out the bins. Mm-hmm. And those are chores above sort of, little things like making his bed and Mm. putting his school bag away. And Mm. we started them young. So Jesse read this book called Raising Boys and it spoke about it. So Jesse actually implemented those things and it said at about seven or eight that boys can start to help and girls. But, um, yeah, our girl's four and she is like the opposite Mm. of helpful. No, she's actually quite sweet-natured and helpful, but she's, yeah, the the baby and the four-year-old are not participating (laughs) members of the household. But Theodore is now. I'm sorry, my phone, my laptop keeps beeping. But, um... Yeah, so that's kind of how we do it. But I think the biggest thing is not in the detail, it's in the communication and making yeah. sure that as a mother's mental load is increasing um, in the home and in work, there needs to be some offload. I've seen yeah. women go back to work and there'd be no adjustment yeah. in the home and it's just too much. Too much. And I think the other big tip is to hand over a whole topic. So 
sometimes I was fi- I was finding that I was managing the school communication, the medical communication. I was managing the social calendar, the Christmas. I was managing holidays and the budget and all these things. And I gave some of those things to Jesse. So I said, Dylan, you're now doing sport. So I don't have, I'm not on the chats. I don't do the trainings. I don't know when the game is. And I handed that whole thing to Jesse because if I carry the mental load and he just goes, oh, what time do I need to be somewhere? Mm. It's not really helpful. It is like, mm. thanks for dropping him to training. But mm. if he handled the whole thing, and so I think the next thing I'm going to hand over is medical. I'm like, you are now the person that does the dentist and the doctor and Ted has a weird thing on his finger that needs, you know, like yeah. that's all now yours. Cause I yeah. just need to hand over the whole thing and not mm. carry all of it and then mm. delegate chores. I'm like, you yeah. can manage the project. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. So anyway, um, hopefully that's helpful. Yeah, I got some advice years ago too um, that there is nothing wrong with saying like there's nothing wrong with sitting down, listing out all the activities that you do daily and weekly and monthly and your partner doing the same thing. This is all the activities that I do weekly, monthly and seeing if the load is equal and just seeing and... um, and just seeing, like, for, in, for example, my husband, Josh, if there was something that he was like, I'm just too busy to get this done, this is what I have on and this is my load, can you take a few things and vice versa? So um, if I yeah. said to Josh, I've got a photo shoot this week, I've got this on, I've got this, can yeah. you take over this? Um, I think that's cool as well. And, yeah, just being able to – and this is, I think this is cool too, like sitting down not – in the heat of the moment never in the heat of the moment so on weekends we don't yeah. discuss any of yeah. this and at nights because i'm not yeah. great at night but there are times when i'll actually email jesse and he's yeah. sitting next to me but he's yeah. watching the footy yeah and that's his moment yeah. so i don't actually but i've remembered a bill that only he knows mm. how to pay mm. and i'm not just going to yell across the footy and be like hey because he's not going to it's not going to go in and it's going to take yeah. from his downtime so i actually yeah. email it to him and so he'll because yeah. i know he doesn't look at his emails on the weekend i email it to his personal mm. email and i know that when he is sitting down in admin mode he'll see it and he'll pay yeah. it and yeah. i think just being respectful of the other that's just an example yeah. from this weekend just gone yeah and i hope he'd do the same like if i'm in the bath having you know reading time. a book and whatever mm. on a friday night like that's what i do yeah. on friday nights because i'm like a raging party girl <laughs> having a nice bath reading Not a book <laughs> anyway he won't then, you know, reach yeah. in and be like, hey, can you add butter to the shopping list or whatever? Yeah. Because I do the food shopping. Anyway. Yeah. It's just like practical treating things. it like you would, you know, colleague yeah. um, in the domestic stuff. Yeah. It's a job that needs doing and yeah. um, making sure it's not presumed yeah. that the other person mm. will do it. But, yeah. yeah. So i got one for you, sis. Yes. Um, if you were an animal, what would you be? Oh, a dolphin. I know. Oh. I know it's cliche. Like, mm. I'm the beach people and I love the beach. But, oh, dolphins, mm. they just have it good, don't yeah, they? They do. Yeah. Like, they just um, swimming in the water. Just... Although there was one at Fingal on the weekend that had a big chunk out of its fin. Oh, my god! And I was like, oh. yeah, it popped up right next to me. And I was like, hey, buddy, you lost your fin. But they mostly look like they're having a good yeah, time, right? Yeah, well, mostly. But I love that for you. A <laughs> dolphin, dolphin. Yeah, I'm going to say dolphin. Yeah, yeah. They love don't that. seem to have too many predators either. Like, mm. yeah. No, they do all right. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a bit, of a, right. bit of a shark frenzy where we live. But yeah. anyway, okay, Em, I've got a proper question for you. How do you um, – this someone asked this. Do you make time for yourself in the week? Uh, is that daily? Is it weekly? How do you practice self-care and mindfulness in your busy schedule of mum of four with a business and – renovating a house and yeah um i've got to say that i've probably only recently 
I'm going to say in the last two years. So I had my fourth daughter, Rumi, and there wasn't a whole lot of self-care going down. And you like you hear it all the time. So like you're tired and you're not eating well and you're just eating, you know, kids' leftover foods off snack plates and surviving on Never. jam <laughs> toast and cups of tea. <laughs> like not the most wholesome, nourishing food. And, yeah, the energy levels just will all time low and I probably yeah I just oh honestly I've had I have it's been a journey but I've had um it's probably for another podcast but definitely I've had skin issues and stress related problems and all this kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. I just knew that um I had to prioritize time for myself so yeah in the last two years I just do pilates I do it from 6 a.m till 7 a.m Um, every morning and I also yeah really just take my time with it and I so when I say Pilates it's like maybe 30 minutes of Pilates and the other minutes is just lying there having a real zen time um, doing some stretching staring at my coconut palm tree (laughs) and um, I also do make time to do some journaling as well but just that short little sometimes it's not a full hour sometimes it's 30 minutes sometimes if I sleep in or something happens it's 15 minutes but if I just at least have those few minutes to myself before my day kicks in it is it's just so nice and it's um just a beautiful way to start the day and then I have these little micro moments I know I talk about micro moments I said in the last podcast but I have some for myself So like I really love at the end of the day, I have a shower and I do, um, I just really enjoy doing the dry body brush scrub. You have always loved that. I love it. And I do that. I just do like this gentle dry body brush scrub and then I have a shower and then I moisturize and then I just put my robe on and these little rituals and then I have chill time with Josh. um, Is that what the kids call it these days? <laughs> Sorry. Cheeky. Go on. Um, and then, yeah, life is good. Yeah. You're very good at that, sis. I feel like. And I yeah. genuinely switch off at night. So, same. The US office is closed um, and it's a good time. Like, normally by five mm. o'clock in the afternoon, mm. I'm not getting any more emails or, um, yeah, our office chats are all quiet. And yeah. Yeah. So, that's, and just doing that has been so good for the soul like yeah. I don't know yeah like I'm definitely not the fittest and healthiest person in the world but just those little habits mm. are so good for the soul feel yeah feel good about yeah good that's about nice yeah. and we you and I like we go probably like do you reckon once a week or once a fortnight we have moments to ourselves mm. that aren't at work aren't with the kids like a sup yes. or a surf as well hey like we yeah, have those yeah 100%. we're often outdoors doing mm. the beach and stuff but it's with children it's mm-hmm. not not the same yeah. yeah, exactly. And so, Vic, I was going to talk to you about some quick ways that you can relieve pressure in your day. So we talked about like, you know, with work, quick thing, things happen. Yeah. So all of a sudden a container's landing. We've got no one to unpack it. Some so staff member's sick. Mm-hmm. Um or something's happened on social media or there's like quick there's all these quick things that goes down um 
but there might it might be a moment that you're with the with the kids. What do you do? Those pressure moments. <sighs> okay, high pressure moments. Actually, deep breathing. I learned this in hypnobirthing with my second to just pause and breathe. And I think I even say out loud to myself, "You are mm. going to get through this. Mm. Everything is going to be okay." Yeah. And I think I remind myself that there's been times like this in the past, and you've sort of I do this. I've reviewed yeah. it in the post moment and mm. gone that was actually you just don't know what's mm. going to happen until you're on the other side mm. of it so just reminding myself so I have some affirmations that I say and I have that deep breathing mm. and that's in the moment um in terms of like avoiding those moments I don't know if I'm at mm. home with the kids I often just go outside I think there's something about looking at trees or being mm. outside so even this morning my little one my one-year-old was just I don't know pegging their food across the room and getting all cranky and so I just took her bib off I left the food there I just grabbed her and I said I did my husband I'll be back in two minutes and I just took her for a walk in the backyard yeah just two minutes and then she just recovered I think Mm. the touch and the looking at something Mm. else and I put her back in the same spot with the same food and she ate it and I think it's just um when there is pressure to try and relieve it and not push through mm. to you then snapping. Yes. Snapping point. Love that. I've pulled the car over like and gotten the kids out of the car mm. in times, you know, like yeah. I've texted and said, pulled the car over, text and said I'm running 15 minutes late, even though yeah. I wasn't. And I've yeah. just regulate, yeah. you know, take the time. Yeah, to you can pause. I love pause. the power of a pause. It's so mm. good. And, yeah, I love that, top, that um, point mm. that you've made. I even use it with um, the girls when I'm feeling frustrated. I'm just like, guys, I need to pause because I'm approaching the teenage years. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I don't know what to do and say. So I just say to them, mummy needs to pause for a minute and I'll be back in a minute. Mm-hmm. And I just need to walk You're into really my good room, at that. close the door and have a quick think about what is a solution to what the heck they've just said. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just like have a breather, have a minute and then come back with, normally you get a bit of clarity um, in that pause and come yeah. back. Yeah. And with your partner and things like that. Yeah. And just be like, can we pause this conversation because I'm not thinking clearly and can I come back in a minute? So And it helps with those um, Absolutely. stressful situations yeah. too. Just pause, yeah. remove yourself from the situation, have a moment and come back. That's so good. You're good at that. And I think to get moving, I think even mm. like say you just said then, sis, that you've said to your kids, I need a moment. It's mm. so powerful when our kids know we're not perfect and we don't have every yeah. answer. And sometimes yeah. I've later on... Then I've gone back to the situation and I've mm. said to the kids, hey, I've been thinking about you. And there's this powerful statement when you say that because it shows yeah. that there's care and there's thought. Yes. And so, But I do this with my son while I'm kicking the footy with him mm. or going for a bike ride or a walk. So never, mm. I never really um, – I read this thing and there's like a science of talking directly to yeah. men apparently often can feel threatened. Yeah. As the young boys especially when you talk directly at them yeah. and give them directions, they just are like fight or flight. Yeah. So with boys, they say like walk um, shoulder to shoulder to kick a football to buy, ride a bike. So I yeah. do this with my son. I'm like, hey, want to just quickly duck up the road to the school? We'll ride our skateboards or bikes or whatever. Yeah. And I'll say to Theodore, hey, I've been thinking about you and I've noticed that it's hard being seven with a four-year-old sister. She's yeah. been pushing your buttons. She ripped your favorite Pokemon card. That's really frustrating. And I see yeah. that and then I just leave it. Yeah. And then he just feel he's like, oh, I just see. And then yeah. hopefully next time we're in the moment, he looks at me and knows I know, yeah. like I've seen it yeah. so and I don't have anything to say. I'm not going to be like, you yeah. need to, you know, calm down. You need to not hit her. You need to not be frustrated. Yeah. Like I'm just like, I see it. Yeah. And I think doing the same to ourselves. I know. <laughs> hey Vic, I see that was intense at work yeah. or whatever it is. And um, mm. just knowing that there's times that are. Yeah. Anyway. We had um, another question from someone yeah. as well. 
which was a good one because we've just done school holidays but it it also um, someone's asked what does your year look like what's the flow and what do you do about school holidays okay um so um emma and i work for ourselves we've got a team and um, there's responsibilities there, but my husband works for someone else. So he only gets four weeks annual leave. Um, but we take four weeks or possibly sometimes five weeks mm. holiday every year. Now, when we first started out, do you remember, um, we didn't know how to take one day off. Yeah. Yeah. Like not one day. We were like, how do I take a single day off? Cause yeah. my friend was like, Hey, I'm having a birthday. It's going to be a day long thing. I was like, I can't come to that. Yeah. I have business. Who's going to do the posts? Who's going <laughs> to ship the orders? Um, who's going <laughs> to answer the phone and reply to the customers? So we went from not being able to have one day off to now we are able to have, um, one week, two weeks. We did four weeks yet recently, but we actually worked like throughout the trip a bit. But I think um, we have always prioritised those moments, like having a day off, uh, which for us is Saturdays and Sundays, but um, they're having holidays. So I already know, like you're going to laugh, sis, I don't think I've told you, but I know what weeks I'm taking off in 2024. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> because I just, I just know life and it just gets full. Mm. So if I don't schedule in these moments, I don't get the week long camp trips with my son. Yeah. And like, I've got maybe 10 more summers with him mm. and he ain't, he ain't round. Like he'll be mm. off. Yeah. Like yeah. having a wonderful time wherever with his mates. So, um, oh yeah, my gosh. I know. Ten summers. Wow. I know. Well, you've got seven, yeah, no, but yeah. Yeah. no, Let's I think, talk about yeah. So <laughs> with some of them, some of the kids as they get older and I don't want to regret it. So yeah, we book holidays. I've got, yeah. we normally do two weeks at Christmas and yeah. one week in another couple of school holidays, but yeah. when I'm working and at school holidays, I try to relieve the pressure a bit by not taking on too many big projects in those seasons mm. to make sure I can have a day here, a day there. Mm with the kids on school holidays and that kind of thing. But yeah, is that the question? Yeah. Um, Book them in and then go. And we go offline sometimes, Mm. you know, most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Em, let's, as we wrap up today, what is one piece of advice in this season that has been helpful? I think really keeping your perspective of the season. Mm. Um, So, yeah, just... My mother-in-law is the sweetest lady and she just said to me, which was really profound, um, she was like, darling, your house is going to be clean and perfect and organised for a lot longer than it's messy and loud Mm. and, you know, dishevelled. She was like, trust me, my house, you know, she's had, she grew up, she had three sons, one of them being my husband now, but. Um, and she said, you know, in that time, you just feel like your house is never going to be clean. Your cupboards are never going to be organized. you you know, it just feels unachievable, but she's like, now I have that. And it's, it's a clean and tidy for a lot longer ladies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just being mindful of the season that you're in and always being gentle on yourself, I think is really important, um, and not, yeah, not sort of strive. I touched on it in the last subject, on the last podcast we talked about, but yeah, mm. that, um, not yeah. perfectionism, but yeah, yeah, enjoying the season you're in. That's beautiful. I love that. What about um, you, Nick? I, they're both from our mum. 
Yeah. But mum always says um, love covers it all. Yes. So, like, we make mistakes as parents. There's been yes. times where I've lost it or gotten really cranky yes. or yelled or whatever and um, said things I don't mean um, in frustration. Mm. But mum was like, love actually covers all that. And there's yeah. – I read a whole book on, like, the recovery mm. and the repair and how powerful it is when we say sorry to our kids and mm. oh, we made a mistake and those kinds of things. Mm. It shows them that that's humanity and that's how we move through life in relationships. Yeah. And I think that – I just try and love my kids as much as I can. I say yeah. it all the time. I'm constantly trying to figure out what makes them feel loved mm. and do those things mm. so that they know they're so yeah. loved. And I think um, for Jesse and I, we are constantly reviewing, adjusting, changing, growing. Yeah. And I think being on that pathway is powerful, like yeah. to go, okay, this isn't working. We need to make a change. Like if something mm. is not working for a long amount of time, yeah. in the end it kind of like, is on us, yeah. you know, to make a change and mm. to learn and grow and adjust. But, you know, yeah. some things are outside our control. It's true. But where we can, um, you know, mm. grow and change, it's it's good too. But, yeah. And there's just never an arrival. Nope. It's just like <laughs> Especially it's the kids. One of them is going yeah. through a big thing. I cannot figure out how to get that to stop beeping. But one of them is going through a big thing at all times. Yeah. Like they're never like all aligned in this sweet spot. Yeah. It's like one is teething, one is, you know um, – mm finding friends at school challenging one doesn't want to sleep in her own bed like there's always one that has these huge anyway but that's okay like it's never like everyone's all happy at once it's true (sighs) but i like it (laughs) (laughs) we wouldn't change it i wouldn't change it i wouldn't change it entrepreneur mother what a combo (laughs) but here we are anyway um well thanks for listening and we've got some exciting podcast coming up yep. we've booked in so uh stay tuned like subscribe share all those things and we'll see you on the line talk to you soon bye